Some may say 2022 was good. There was highs, there was lows, but it was overall good. Some people might think it was just really tough. But it's so exciting starting the year on a real high, a real focus. If we don't do something different, then we can all expect the same. And this is really about going, okay, well, here's the reality. And actually we can break free from all these shackles and these obstacles, get over them. And wow, look what you can do because you can. The only limits that are placed in front of us are those that we actually put in the way. Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionise the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe right now so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. And please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. So I'm delighted today to welcome Gillian Fowler of USANA Mindset, my co-collaborator and life coach. Welcome, Gillian. Thank you so much. Delighted to be here. Excited. Yeah, it's really nice to have you on for an interview, actually, because obviously we've been working together a bit recently. So, yeah, it's nice to get you on to tell your story because you've got quite a story on your journey to entrepreneurship. So do you, do you want to just start at the beginning and share with the listeners what's got you to this point now? Oh, that's a big opening question, that one. This is <laughs> Okay, so I have always been somebody who sees life as the glass is half full. Like always try and seek solutions, always try and see the light, even when we're going through challenging times. So that hasn't changed in all honesty throughout the years. But what has changed is my desire and this real deep passion to help others. And it wasn't just from what I'll describe as one life-changing situations. I think it's been something that's evolved because I've seen how people have struggled, how people work with each other, how maybe they're not supporting each other, and then it has an impact. But as you've alluded to, there has been one particular moment that was very much life-changing and that's when I broke my back in February 2008 in a horse riding accident. We leave the house, it's a beautiful day, you know, blue sky, gorgeous like ground, like sparkly, snowy and I didn't come home for two months because I obviously had a horse riding accident to which I have no memory of the moment. Came off the horse, you know, I have some memories of things thereafter. But it was a very bumpy journey. And so I was in trauma for a long time. And then also discovered my right side. I was paralyzed for a period of time. And just everything changed, literally like a light switch going. Everything that I probably took for granted, you know, just the mobility and getting out and being so sporty because I did sport, you know, so, so often. And that just stopped at seas. And it was more like going, well, what's going to happen? You know, what happens now? And there was a lot in the hospital that was good, bad, and different, but always. I would be asking questions to try and understand because I had also a head trauma. I couldn't really recall information. So it has to be written down and try and it's like piecing together a jigsaw. Wasn't the very easiest time. And my family, friends helping, you know, join the dots up as well or join the pieces in. So it was very challenging that day, but I always was like, so when am I getting, or when am I getting more physio or when are we going to get that machine to help me stand? You know, like always try to be, I'm not going to lie here. I'm not, this is not it. Because it didn't make sense to me as for a long-term diagnosis to stay paralyzed because my spinal cord wasn't severed. It could have been that you, would, you wouldn't you would have walked again. 
Yeah, if the spinal cord had been severed, absolutely. But it wasn't. But what I didn't, and that's the hope that I kept holding on to. But I didn't realize for years later, actually, the spinal cord doesn't have to be severed or it's so badly damaged to be paralyzed. But thankfully, I didn't know that. So I was holding on. This was my glimmer of light. So I was going, okay, so there needs to be some movement at some point or some feeling. And, and you know, the journey, yeah, it was bumpy. But even when I look at the hospital time, there was also a lot of funny moments. There was myself and another person trauma. We became really close, like friends getting through things together. We had nicknames for staff because I couldn't remember names. So we just had to make things up. There was like really funny antics or people coming in or I was trying to get lifted up to try and get sneaky physio. I couldn't eat for about a month, but when I was, I had a lot of muscle wastage. You know, what food could get sneaked in? Because nurses were like, she needs as much help as possible. You know, I needed solids in me. But so I actually, I don't just see even then the negative. There was some really, really amusing things. Of course, there was tears and there was pain and, you know, other parts. But I try not to dwell on it. If I dwell on it, it's like opening up Pandora's box and it doesn't serve me to think of those things. So instead, I just kind of laugh about the other parts. And, you know, I went on and I did get out of hospital and I was very adamant to get back home to my own house and not be put somewhere else, which was being weighed up by the staff. How would I manage at home? But I was just like, I just need a bit of independence start. I need to find what is now my new normal because... My body was very different. It's still very different. And so like, do you do you think that, that mindset and that focus and determination is what helped you to recover from that? Uh, yeah, I think absolutely. And the doctors have said that as well. If I had been someone who's like, poor me, this is awful. Okay, I'm just going to lie here or I'm not going to do my physio or so on and so forth. And I don't mean that I wouldn't have got walking mobility, but probably my overall health would have been badly impacted I just had this real desire I needed to get back to my sport where and the outdoors which was my big big passion and to have that taken away so yeah I think it's helped a lot probably being thrown in good old Scottish <laughs> work it's helped but yeah I do think it's made a big part in it and how I perceive things as in breaking my back's only been one part of you know a life story mm-hmm. there's been a much heartache and bereavement and losses and all sorts over the years. And it's the same thing when you get such a life-changing situation, what do you do to even get up in a day? Because we've all been there probably with bereavement where it floors us. It literally, it's like we don't know how to function or there's been health scares or loved ones. And yeah, so all the obstacles, not just breaking my back. As I say, that's just one small part. I think I've always been one to look for the glimmer of light. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Have your moment. When you struggle, have your moment. Absolutely. Have your tears, have whatever. But then think, how do I pick myself up? Don't keep in that spiral. And that's what I strongly believe in. That's fantastic. Yeah. Great. Great. Yeah. Great story. So the back thing, then that brought you to, was back strong your first business? Yeah. So I was in oil and gas and decided to move back here and I set up Backstrong Adventures as it was then. So this was an outdoor adventure business, taking people to get mentally and physically strong and go do overseas adventures, those personal feats, you know, have the achievements. It doesn't matter what life's thrown at you, you can do these great things. And it did, it was just wonderful. Absolutely loved it. And I also set up a marketing agency as well that ran alongside it. So I had that wonderful experiences, the client stories, the shares, because it's hard to explain what you can go through in that period of time where you're taking off 
I suppose it's like that safety blanket to be a bit more vulnerable, but so you can be stronger as a result. Mm -hmm. And what they all went through, there's all sorts of reasons people went and signed up for the different trips. Just a lot. Were were these people who had been through challenges like yourself? Yeah, not not back related. So there's been like the cancer battle, let's call it, because they were through, they were in remission. Mm -hmm. There was bereavement. There was also relationship breakdown. There was wanting to change career, but really scared. There was all sorts of reasons of that confidence being knocked. And this is a way of kind of finding themselves, but in a different way that didn't involve anyone else. It was just personal. And that's what I really love about it. When someone goes on a personal journey, it doesn't matter what that external environment's saying. It's like, find yourself. And although it might sound a bit twee or woo-woo, it's not. How do we grow and be the best version if we don't even know who we are? So in terms of these challenges, like in Mount Kilimanjaro or things like that, mm-hmm. the people that you were taking on that journey, were they doing it for the personal development or for the challenge? Or did they know they were going to come back a different person from doing those kind of activities. Yeah. I don't think anyone knew. Even I never, I always go away each year, apart from COVID, never know the change that's going to be. You just don't unless you're in it. You know you're doing something great. You're going to get fitter. You're going to be healthier. You're going to get mentally strong. But my goodness, it is just incredible the changes that happen when you go and do something like that. It's huge because you're pushing yourself mentally and physically, not just out of your comfort zone, like way beyond on that and you have to have your own mental battles to get through it and it's just fascinating but empowering I just love it and the fact you know seeing people then continue even after because it's like they've got this new inner strength and resilience to manage other things like normal life but it's just empowering it's wonderful to see and I always knew so even when I closed Backstrong Adventures I always knew at some point I wanted to have it very much a part of the offering and, you know, Backstrong Ventures only closed because a tour operator who had an exclusive agreement on Backstrong Ventures went bust, unfortunately, when there was a downturn. So that's the only reason that it had to close. So I knew it would come back in some form. And it has, because of the walk and talk, you know, fast forward a few years to stand on mindset and walk and talk in hills is a big part. Incredible. Just seeing that again, you know, where people... They don't even know, even from a full day out, the things that come out and then because they're training, especially if it's like a 10, 11 hour day, they're not used to it. Oh, it's fascinating as well as, you know, hugely rewarding. So I've been on one of your walk and talk in the hills and I can vouch for that. I had a light bulb moment, if you'd like to say, at the top of a hill with yeah, a little bit of fresh air and exercise and nature and a little bit of input from yourself in my ear. Yes, it's really powerful. So the Nature and the outdoors and the hills, that's a big part of what you do, isn't it? Do you yeah, want to tell us very, about that? Absolutely. So you sign the mindset forged this transformational life and mindset coaching. And in whatever form that takes. So it's not just like a static program that's very bespoke to what someone wants. So you can do the one-to-one and group coaching. But then also, as we say, the walk and talk in the hills. And that's different because you're within a group, but you still get one-to-one time with me. But it's getting away from the texts, the emails, the calls, that complete connectivity to the busyness of life where we think we need it, we need it, we need it. What will happen if I'm on the hill? What will happen? You know, your team will have to manage it as best as they can until you come down. And it's making you realize you can take a step back. And also, even with the one-to-one and group coaching, it's about looking after our health and our well-being, whatever we're doing. Because if we can look after ourselves, also transform our mindset, because whatever we look at, if you change how you look at it, it will change. It completely opens up a new paradigm. 
or the way forward, whether it's business or personal, which are both so interlinked, let's be honest. You can't just separate them completely because for one person and Isana continues to work very closely with people who are driven, passionate, who want to go from the now to the desired in business and personal, you know, like take away those skeletons, take away that luggage you're pulling from the past and let's make sure that you're the best version and with a healthier mindset. Fantastic. Jillian, those are you, what's kind of driven you to where you are. What's been the biggest, the biggest challenge in business then? You've talked about breaking your back. You've talked about your supplier going bust. Those must be, you know, those are big things that have happened. But what are the challenges that you've faced that you've had to overcome in business? So one challenge, which is part personal, part business, is deciding to leave my career in oil and gas. You know, so that security, stability of salary. And sometimes we can feel tied to that, you know, around taking leap of faith. That was a huge challenge. So I was, I've had the business for some time, you know, in terms of coaching and mentoring for years. And then USANA obviously came to be just a couple of years ago, but it was more taking that leap of faith. And that's hard when you're in a financial crisis, just because of COVID and it wasn't the best playing field probably to do that. But I had this deep, deep belief it was the right time and I wasn't being true to myself and what matters and that I shouldn't be tied to staying somewhere just for salary. Instead, I had a lot more to offer out with. So I would say that was a big challenge. And I'm sure there's probably many people out there in similar situations want to take the leap, either have a side business or, you know, have an idea, but too scared. And my advice is, you know, really go for it. If you've got to a point that you truly do believe it, you're visualizing, you're working towards it, all your energy is going towards it, it is something you want, then do it. I don't regret for a second taking that leap of faith. So that's one. Can I just interject there? Maybe, Gillian, I totally agree with you. And I meet a lot of business people at variety of stages of business. And a lot of people that I talk to are people who are thinking of taking that leap. And I see people whose businesses are being held back because they're still holding on to that safety blanket which actually stopping them moving forward. My belief is that if they cut the cords and step away from the job, if you like, and focus on the business full time, that they can really make it fly. But they're not able to do that until they make that cut. I completely agree. I think, and it's scary, of course it is, because you think we've got bills to pay, you know, can't be irresponsible, family commitments and so on and so forth. But you're absolutely right, Brent. It's like, we won't know how much we can do unless we give ourselves a chance. And sometimes we need to get out of our own path. Like we're blocking our own path with our mindset and our vision. Yes. And if we could just change it, my goodness, you open up a whole new world. Oh, you've touched on something there. I'm going to go into that a little later, I think. You know where I'm going there. So yeah, that was one challenge. Yeah, what else? Yeah. The other challenge, I suppose, again, which many people are probably going through, is being then in a marketplace where hit with financial crisis just now, you know, we do have a recession in the UK, things are tough. And so it's trying to build a business in a time when people are less likely to be spending. You know, folk are very mindful of how they're using their money just now. So that has been probably a bit tougher than what it might have been, say, five years ago. However, I feel understanding your audience and the targets and your messaging that, okay, if it's not okay for someone, it will be okay and the right time for someone else. It just might be a different playing field that we have to work through. There's definitely been a challenge because the marketing has had to change, the, the outlook on the opportunities change, but yet it's still flourished without a doubt. 
And so many of us have had to go through that. Mm. But it's almost a mindset thing again, isn't it? It's being able to to pivot as we need to, to make sure that businesses will ride out some difficult times. Yeah, I think it is that, yeah, riding out. Because how many times do we hear as well that things are not going well in business and for, say, two months, three months, and then finally someone's like, okay, probably because of financial, they have to close it. But then you think, I should, I have someone who I know really well, and she shared, it's taken over six years to finally get to that point in business. It's just taken off, but it's been super hard the first five years. The number of times she's thought about closing up, you know, just thinking, is it worth it? Is it easier to go mm-hmm. find employment? But something just changed and whether it was, and I, I didn't go into the details with her and obviously I wouldn't be sharing it even if I did because it's not the platform for it. But I was so motivational, so inspiring to go, yeah, just keep persevering if you can financially and you are getting enough, you know, to make your way, then at some point you will actually soar. You will take off. But you have to look at a long-term game, not a quick fix. I believe, you know, it's not a quick fix. Uh, yeah, there's no such thing as an overnight success, is there? No, we wish. <laughs> <Take a> long, <laughs> 10 years of, of hard graft before the overnight success. So, so what, for you personally, what's been your biggest learning on your business journey? Oh, that's a goodie. My journey so far. I think one of my learnings, biggest learning is allow the business to evolve. Don't keep it on its train tracks and only going one way. And the reason I say that is I didn't think, you know, a couple of years ago or so that I would be allowing you to the mindset to evolve in such a way that also now does hands-on holistic treatment. So as I've already mentioned earlier, there's a one-to-one in group coaching. There's a walk and talk in the hills and now there's Zen by Isana which is very different where people are not necessarily coming for coaching, but we hold so much stress and strains in our body that actually doing reflexology and Swedish massage is a way of calming the body, releasing all those blockages, allowing sleep to happen. And and actually everyone does tend to open up during the sessions as well. And I'm there as a support mechanism. And, you know, I would never have seen that back then, but I've allowed it to grow in an organic way that's felt really right and true and truly authentic to the way I'm I'm going with the business. But I do think allow yourself to keep looking at other opportunities so that you perhaps have more strings to your bow as such with your business. There's other streams of income. There's other streams of reaching audience and helping others or doing whatever it is that you say to do. But for me, it's helping people. Fantastic. Do you have an idea where the business is going in the future? Or you might be surprised by something, an opportunity or a route you're going to take. What do you think? I think I'm clear where it's going in terms of the coaching and the nature side. I am also very open to what I don't see yet. You know, I am very open-minded and there may be opportunities out there that I think absolutely that makes sense. You know, I'm going to do either launch another side to it or it will, you know, it can sit, it can be encompassed in what I offer. But yeah, I think I am purposely leaving my mind open on some elements, but there's absolute growth plans on the transformational coaching and the nature element as well. Uh-huh. Fantastic. So who have been your biggest supporters? I would say I have an incredible support network. So those who know me and know me really well have been really great sounding boards. You know, not just saying, oh, go for it just for the sake of it because they're a friend, but actually bouncing off ideas. A lot of friends who also have businesses have been fantastic because it can be quite lonely or solitude when you are a sole business owner. You know, you don't have a big team behind you. So I think having your support network behind you has been super friends and family as well as business associates without a doubt. 
And then also I went on to join BNI last year and that has been so good as a, as a support. You're not just there turning up to do your meeting. You're there genuinely with people that care and want to get you through the tough times and the good times. And that works both ways. That has been really great as well as being able to reach out and make more connections. Absolutely. So yeah, it's I think I've been super lucky. Through BNI that you and I became connected. So yeah, though we did first become connected when I had Back Strong Adventures, but then because you were, remember you were thinking yes. about it yourself. So actually, yeah, but I it's was... brought us back and I love yes. it because now we're in regular contact. And it's so so let's, yeah, let's talk about collaboration then, or as we say in Action Coach, co-petition, because, you know, on the, on the face of it, we're two coaches Look at you know fishing in the in a pool of business owners. To be honest, can you talk about how we've come together and been working together? Well, obviously we had touch base years ago, so we had had that initial connection. So the outdoors was an easy for us first of all speaking to get to know each other, yeah. which was really lovely because I think it's not just about business connection; it goes deeper because there's trust and partnership here, and so that was a really good platform for us. Mm-hmm. And as you say, we're two coaches, but we come from different sides. So I'm coming in from the personal side, the mindset, looking at taking away those barriers in terms of what we're dragging from the past or what we're really having a perception of, but we've got the wrong lens on, you know, of even modern day and looking forward. You're coming in from absolute business focus. And what we do just complements so well. Because I am not a business coach and I'm not going to ever pretend to be one. And vice versa, you've said the same yeah. about personal side. But while when it comes together, it's powerful in terms of when we sat and really planned out sessions and we were doing, you know, various sessions on each other to see. And it was really, really eye-opening, very empowering. And also gave you that kind of goosebumps going, well, even as coaches, we always, and just like everyone, there's always opportunities to learn, but we knew we had come together with something very special because of our outlooks, our experience, you know, all our backgrounds. And yeah, I just think it's wonderful what we're now offering to help others to break down those obstacles in business and personal and get everyone thriving. Yeah. I think for me, the business owners that I've been working with over the years, there's only so much that implementing strategies and things in the business can get them and you know the the business will only grow to the extent that the business owner grows mm-hmm. and these blockers these you know whatever the things are that are holding them back I don't have the skill set to eradicate that for them so by bringing you in to work on the person on the self means that the that's going to help the business grow so yeah there's a great a great collaboration here and the beauty of this being my podcast is I can use this platform to tell everyone about <laughs> Transform Yourself, Transform Your Business program that we've we've put together and just launching in the marketing for that now, looking to run the first the first cohort of that in January 2023. I'm adding in the dates because obviously the podcast will be there forever. So if anybody stumbles on this in a few months or a few years time, that we it's our intention that we'll be running the, that regularly and, and yeah. working together. So watch this space maybe for me interviewing the people that have been through that and seeing their business journey so they can share that with us. So yeah, it's exciting, isn't it? It's so exciting. It's also that thing of going, it's starting the year on a real high, a real focus. And I think it's great because Folk may say 2022 was good, there was highs, there was lows, but it was overall good. Some people might think it was just really tough, 
But if we don't do something different, then they can expect the same. We can all expect the same. And this is really about going, okay, well, here's the reality. And actually we can break free from all these shackles and these obstacles, get over them. And wow, look what you can do because you can. The only limits that are placed in front of us are those that we actually put in the way. And I'm so excited for this course. I just think the program is hugely impactful. It just fits our values and your business journey and everything that you've touched on through the interview here all comes together in the program. You were talking about the the support from others in similar situations, you know, taking that, putting a group of people together and having them go through the journey together and how they can support each other and learn from from each other's learnings and everything that I'm really looking forward to. Because it's great. It's also knowing none of us are alone. Even if you are a sole business owner or you've got a team of 100, it can still feel lonely at the top. But we're not alone. And by having that thing of open your mind to discussions and networking, a real, a real strongly founded support around yourself. And it's amazing what can be done, what can be achieved. So obviously, you know that I've got quite a passion for making a difference for women in business. Do you work with a lot of women or is it around 50-50? What are the type of clients that you work with? In terms of clients. Okay. So clients, I would say one-to-one in coaching is predominantly men, which I have to say I'm delighted with because obviously we're seeing more and more about mental health that guys struggle to speak out, you know, and say that they need help in different aspects. So I actually see that as a hugely positive, hugely positive thing mm-hmm. that, you know, very senior company owners to normal Joe blogs, you know, are reaching out and they're seeking help. So I'm delighted with that. But in terms of who I engage with, other clients, so for the outdoors, it's probably 70% women for the outdoors. And I don't know whether that's because women are more likely to say, I'm taking time out, you know, to do this, or is it like a confidence? Because I know some people, they won't head out outdoors themselves necessarily, but it's wonderful because whether sometimes it's just women in the groups, there's normally at least one or two guys and there is no separation of, oh, well, we can't speak about such and such. It's just an open forum. And I find that refreshing because I think equality is essential, that we should be able to speak about everything and anything regardless of background and cultures and sex and, you know, so on gender. It's just really important that it's a fair playing field for everyone. And that's definitely what I encourage. In terms of who I collaborate with, again, I would say it's fairly evenly split, which is great because I do think women are out there having a voice and doing well, you know, more so than, say, 10 years ago. So, yeah, I think it's been very positive. That's really interesting because my expectation when I asked the question was that that it would be more women that you work with on mm-hmm. the on the coaching side. And then when you said that it's mostly women that take the the, the walk and talk in the hills mm-hmm. things, to me that that feels like something that they're doing something for themselves. Selves, yeah, which and is lovely. I, Find often women don't do things for themselves. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've got a business to run. I've got kids to look after, a husband, whatever, house to keep. The, but that time for yourself becomes quite far down the priorities. <laughs> so it's brilliant that you're getting, that it's it's women that are going and taking that time out and, and doing that for, for them. Yeah, I, I think it's great, especially, you know, there's several who are business owners and they've just gone, no, this is super important because it's like their own recharge, calibrate, you know, just 
find themselves and go back really energized. But yeah, it was interesting because when I first started doing the coaching, I did think it was going to be more women because that is the general feel of who comes forward to speak. But I've got to say, I am Talk elated. Yeah, I'm so happy that guys are managing to go, yeah, I just want a bit of help with X, Y, or Z or A, B, and C, whatever it is. And they are opening it up to whatever it is and reaching out to me. I'm just delighted and it's phenomenal, the transformations. So it's very, very positive. Fantastic. Don't get me wrong. There's, of course, women that come forward, I should say, but I'm just super pleased that guys are speaking. You know, that's really, really good. Yeah, really important. So if we think about your business journey, we'll we'll exclude the the accident that we talked about at the beginning, but would would you do it all over again? Yes, I would. In fact, I would also with the accident, in terms of not great, you know, let's be honest, not a great period of my time. However, if I hadn't had the accident and I hadn't probably had certain bereavements and real heartache and tough challenges, I wouldn't have also had the joys, the journey and the experiences as a result, because I think all of that did interplay during it. And uh-huh. although that sounds a wee bit like, really, would you? And I'm like, but for, I just don't believe I would have done all the incredible things I have done if I hadn't gone through the various things I've done to be honest. That's a brilliant reflection. Yeah, really good reflection. Julian, is there anything that you want to add to the interview? I don't know. I just, the only thing I would probably like to add is, you know, we hear sometimes people say life happens to you or life happens to me. Look what's happened to me. And, you know, situations do happen. But if we could try and change it to, you know, life happens with us. We get a choice how to handle whatever's getting thrown at us in business and personal. And yes, sometimes it's really, really challenging. Don't get me wrong. But I think if we could all try and look for a glimmer, even in the most difficult times, we can learn life is just putting us in a way so that we are more equipped to deal with other things that come forward. And we can keep topping up the tank of energy and experience and knowledge and not just see things always as bleak. Because if we go in the the spiral bleak, we're going to make ourselves pretty low. So I would just like to play in with, you know, Life is wonderful. We should cherish every moment, especially with loved ones. And we can do so much, much more than even what we're doing today. It doesn't matter how motivated and inspiring you are. There's always that bit more, should you wish? And that's the key. It's like, do you want to? If so, do it. Go for it. Oh, thank you so much. Just finishing off with that, you just put into words what I was hoping that everybody would get from your story. They can't they can't help but listen to your story and feel, well, those things happen, but we learn from it and move on and mm-hmm. continually look for the positive and develop. So yeah, that's oh brilliant. Fantastic end to the to the interview. Thank you so much, Gillian, for coming on, for being so vulnerable, for telling your story and sharing it. And anybody listening is bound to feel motivated by listening to you. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much too. I've loved it. Thoroughly enjoyed it. And I look forward to lots of years collaborating with you. <laughs> Fantastic to work with you, Gillian. Really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Right, I'll just stop recording. Thanks for listening to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur's show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please join our Facebook community at Scale Her Up. Connect with me, Brenda Hector, on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcasts. Ladies, you can do it and we're going to make a massive difference.